Welcome to Work, Play, Obsession, a podcast about life and jiu-jitsu, where each week we'll be taking a look at the latest competition scene results, as well as interviews and roundtable discussions about the jiu-jitsu lifestyle and self-defense. Don't forget to go to workplayobsession.blogspot.com for in-depth news and analysis, as well as bonus training techniques. All right, welcome back to another episode of Work, Play, Obsession. Um, It's the holiday season, guys. Uh, Not a lot of interviews happening right now. Everybody's scattered, visiting family. I decided to do something special this week. Pretty interesting uh, what we're trying to do. We want to take a look at jiu-jitsu and life from the perspective of a 12-year-old. I think that's what we're going to do today. I have Andrew Boucher on today. Andrew, say hello. Hello. And um, he's in town for a couple days, so I figured, hey, let's get him on. What 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 I ask of you guys out there is not so much um, for those of us who are already practicing. We know the benefits of jiu-jitsu and the benefits that it brings to children and the confidence and um, the other great aspects that, that are behind the movement. Um, what I ask is to seek out people who, who you know who have children who don't train or who have children that train in a way that we we may not consider to be effective. We won't say any any other uh, styles in particular. Um, I'll just leave it kind of open to your interpretation, but but let them listen to it because um, we're going to bring it to you straight from the perspective of the people that are involved, straight from, from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Enough of my rambling. Um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. It can be anything. Okay. So my name is Andrew. I'm 12 years old, and... I'm more of an indoorsy person. Okay. But in I really like video games, but I also really like to go do some reading and if it's snowy outside and there are people to hang out with, we'll go outside, build snow forts and have snowball fights and stuff if the opportunity presents itself and well like we I like friends apparent a lot. Yeah. Like, cause so you're social, just, like a social butterfly, so to speak. Yeah. That's cool. So tell us about, I guess, I want to talk, we talked earlier and you told me about your previous martial art. Yeah. So tell tell us about that. How'd you get started in that? And tell us uh, your impressions of of that. So I don't really remember why or how I started karate. Okay. I just remember that I was doing it. But like, so I had a few friends there, but we were doing really well. Like, my friend group was one of the best groups there. Mm -hmm. And so... What it helped me do was it helped me be a bit more fearless at school, mm-hmm. but then it also made me a bit more foolish with what I did. Okay, so but you it, had you had the confidence side of it and the discipline to to an extent, but then, like you said, it made you become a little bit foolish. Explain that. Explain that part a little bit more. So um, I would get into silly fights or just do some stuff that's not very smart. I don't want to say stupid because <laughs> I'm talking about myself, obviously, yeah. but. But you're, you're looking in hindsight, yeah. so in hindsight you could you could say that. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's fine. I would like get into fights with people and like because they would say something that I didn't like, or like I would be like, "This doesn't hurt, does it?" And I because once I accidentally poked a girl with a pencil, uh-huh. and she said it didn't hurt, but I still got in trouble anyways. Yeah, I mean it's but, still a, what it's a type of yeah. assault anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, physical uh, <laughs> contact. I, I get it. So, mm-hmm. um, what what made you step back and realize that? that that was inappropriate or, or behavior that was not acceptable? 
Mm. Just the fact that I had to get sent to the office and my parents would get upset with me, which made me sad. <laughs> so, like, I got sent to the office about two or three times. That That's when I did karate, and it was like, I kind of only took it for a few months, though, but I was I excelled through the belts quickly. Mm-hmm. And I went from white belt to a yellow belt with three red stripes, which is how we did it at my old dojo there. It was like mm-hmm. a really nice place. And about but, how long how long of a time period was that? It was about three to four months. Three to four months. And how how confident were you in the skills that you gained in that three to four month period where you were? I felt pretty. I I felt pretty confident. Yep. Because since I was doing so well, I thought I could do anything. Yeah. One thing I just want to draw that, that you guys can probably catch if you're listening to. I'm. This is a typical 12 year old i mean if you can listen to andrew's voice you guys you guys can't see him but i don't have a ringer here today like somebody who i brought in to make uh to drive a point home i'm sure if you're a parent out there and you're listening you can probably see your child through this through this podcast right now um so the other things we're going to hit on this is this is normal everyday stuff that kids are going through and Obviously, the, the reason why I wanted to have mom, but I want to talk about, go back to you were talking about the, the fighting part of it, right? Because that's what we like to talk about, jiu-jitsu and <laughs> self-defense. So have you, not being, and let's say not being in one, but have you actually seen fights at school? The only really fights I've actually seen are people just shoving each other around. I haven't seen like a real fight unless it's me in it. Yep. But that hasn't happened in a while because I still get into some trouble, but like not like that anymore pretty much mellowed out lately so describe describe for us a a a old school andrew fight what what would that look like if i was standing on the sideline with my phone out recording it yelling world star in the background (laughs) what would that look like it would look like me arguing with whoever i was in the fight with and then we would start like grabbing each other and throwing each other everywhere but it wouldn't be playfully we would be like angry we'd be like having the i'm gonna kill you look but we wouldn't really throw punches because we would be too afraid to do that but we could totally like throw each other around like that's fine so so what you have there you have an opportunity for for verbal de-escalation which obviously at the the grade school level or the elementary level most kids aren't aren't going to go that route especially with peer pressure and friends around but Mm -hmm. i'd like to hit on exactly what you said no punches being thrown no kicks being thrown and grabbing pulling wrestling and shoving Right. Yeah, there's a lot of that, and the occasional like smash into a wall. Uh huh. But not like very forceful to like knock somebody out. Like just to push them in there, hurt them, and be like, "I hope you give up, or you're just gonna get even more hurt from the pushes and the shoves and the occasional like smack." But that would be on like the side. Right. Maybe a little ha- hair pulling in there. So so. And the occasional bite too. Okay, and the, the occasional bite thrown in there with the headlock. So parents, once again, this is what we're hitting on, right? Think about what you're doing for your child right now or what your child's doing right now, what you think is practical self-defense for them, right? And now think about or listen to what an actual fight looks like or an altercation or a bullying incident looks like in an elementary school or in a middle school. And this is exactly what we're talking about. Clinch work, grabbing, close in, up against the walls, grappling, type of altercations let's call it that so just take a second pause think about that and um, that's what these kids are really dealing with today so let's talk about 
your follow-up after martial arts, right? So after karate, did you do? Did you think about doing any other martial arts after that? Not really, but I have a cousin who does jujitsu. Uh -huh. She's pretty good. She's been all over the place. I don't know. I don't remember if she's been to nationals or not, but mm. she can kick a guy's butt and he'll cry afterwards. But <laughs> it was kind. She's kind of inspiring in the martial arts kind of way uh -huh. and it's like makes me think man I kind of want to do that but then if I ended up having to go against her I know I would get my butt kicked yeah so that's slightly discouraging but no I didn't really do any martial arts think about doing much martial arts stuff after that unless I actually absolutely had to against my sister right so I like playing around the house right having, yeah. having a good time it's the holiday season, right? It's the winter time. I know you parents out there are thinking about, hey, what do I want to do for my kids over the winter time to keep them engaged, to keep them living a, a healthy lifestyle, to keep them off the couch, to keep them off the video games? I, I ask you to give jujitsu a try. Um, I know karate's easy, taekwondo is easy. I don't mean easy as in doing them. I mean easy as in finding an academy and, and, and getting them enrolled. But um, if you're in the local area, there are a lot of, uh, of, of academies around. Take them in there. Uh, let's, give them a, let's give them a shot. Right now, I want to give Andrew a chance to talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Because, um, like I, I was telling him uh, yesterday, uh, we were talking life in jiu-jitsu. So we were talking about lifestyle and things that we enjoy doing outside of uh, training jiu-jitsu. So uh, I was going to give him a chance to talk about what he likes to do um, outside of uh, going to school. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Go ahead. The floor, is, the floor is yours. Okay. So one of the main things I really like to do is, like I already said, if, if the opportunity presents itself, hang out with my friends. But mm -hmm. I can always play video games or watch TV or just go in my room, read a book, or play with my siblings. So what else? What else is there? In school. So what, what are some of the things that your friends do or some of the main activities that um, go on? in your hometown so in Yakima another, I'm going to tell you an interesting fact about it first okay I'm promoting this town <laughs> um, we are the hops and apple capital of the world and they make beer out of hops for people who like beer pretty cool um, let me just wrap up really fast I'm going to hit on some some of the events going on around here over the rest of the holidays um, if you guys haven't planned on, planned it out yet, a few open mats in this local area. If you're if you're in the DMV, going on Christmas Eve over at Helson Gracie uh, in Columbia, there's an open mat from 12 to 2. Um, I'll tag that over there on the blog site. Upcoming tournaments, guys. The, the European Jiu-Jitsu uh, IBJJF Championship uh, in Lisbon, Portugal is coming up. That's 17 to 22 January. Good Fight Maryland Championship, uh, 21 January. And IBJJF Atlanta, the winter opens coming up February 4th. So uh, if you need any reason to train or to hit some open mats, those are some uh, three very good reasons out there to get out there and hit the mats. Stay sharp, train hard, get your, get your reps in so that you're prepared for the early events of the year. Also, I want to remind you guys about the, uh, the promotional still going on. There's still time. Uh, head on over to Instagram. Uh, take a screenshot or a photo of the podcast and then uh, tag Workplay Obsession on your post and post that to Instagram. Once again, we'll be giving out a, uh, a copy of the David Porter DVD that's soon to be released at the beginning of the year. So just to recap really quickly, man, hey, it's a, it's a gift-giving time of year. So parents, 
give give your child the gift of jujitsu, or give your loved one, uh, give your spouse the gift of jujitsu. It's going to not only build confidence and self-esteem, but you're gonna you're gonna get a glimpse of that healthy lifestyle. It's gonna make that lifestyle healthy lifestyle transition easier. Now, a lot of people are coming up with their New Year's resolutions. M- make trying jujitsu one of your resolutions and stick to it. Go out there and find a, find a school. You'll meet some, some neat and interesting people. Uh, make lifelong uh, friendships. So before, before I say goodbye, Andrew, thank you for being on tonight. Appreciate it, buddy. No problem. It's nice hearing your perspective. Um, for you parents out there, like I said, straight shooter. Probably have kids the same age, same personality. Uh, listen to wh- what he's got to say and think about where you're going to go next with, with protecting your child's future. Well, I guess that's about it for me. Uh, until next time. Keep grinding. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Work, Play, Obsession, Life, and Jiu-Jitsu. And download our next episode. Also, feel free to visit our blog at workplayobsession.blogspot.com. There you'll find photos, videos, in-depth analysis, and more often than not, weird ramblings from yours truly. Up. Until next time, keep grinding, train hard.